I'll be reading Ezekiel 37, 1 to 14. The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out of the, by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. <clears throat> I'll make breath enter them, and you will come to life. And I'll attach tendons to you and make them come up on you and cover you with skin. I'll put breath in you, and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. Our bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared, and the skin covered them, but they had no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy so the man, and say to it that it is the sovereign Lord says, come breath from four winds and breathe into their sling that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them, and they came to life and stood up on their feet, a very army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone, but we are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says, My people, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I'll bring you back to the land of Israel. Then your, my people will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. I put my spirit in you, and you will live, and I will settle in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord has spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. I will read from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. The, the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire, that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? 
Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans, and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said they have had too much wine. We are pleased to welcome this morning Reverend Stephen Kramer. He, he lives in Salem and he, he has been retired for several, several years. Stephen passed at, pastored the Good News Presbyterian Parish as well as Trinity Presbyterian Church and the Longs Run Presbyterian Church until he retired in 2018. And now on July 1st, he gets this exciting venture of pastor at the Presbyterian Church in Petersburg. We're so happy you could join us this morning. Thank you. Uh, it's good to be back here. I was here a, a few Mother's Days ago, and it's good to be with you again. So uh, let us begin by saying happy birthday. Today is the birthday of the church. God's Spirit was poured out upon all believers. People from around the world gathered and celebrated. Pentecost is a day of great celebration because the world was about to change forever. Pentecost is a party day, a day when the church was born. Recent local papers have been filled with parties and celebrations, with high school graduations and parties. Many families are undergoing big changes as seniors graduate and move on. People always promise to stay in touch, but when the real world enters the picture, old friendships too often disappear despite the very best of intentions. There will be close friends who seldom see each other again. Old patterns and friendships die. New ones take their place. An old structure, an old way of life is gone. The future is radically different from the past. It's a time of massive change. And whenever we face change, we need to remember the words of the prophet Isaiah. Do not fear or be afraid. There is no other rock. If you rely on God, you can face your fears. You can overcome the things that frighten you. You can feel comfortable and confident that God is with you despite all the twists and, and turns that happen in this life, in your journey of faith. You do not know what your future brings, but you do know who will be beside you on that journey. Nests become empty. Old habits are broken. New patterns of relating are begun. 
change, no matter how much anticipated and planned for, can be frightening as well. Do not fear or be afraid, for God is our rock. As the graduates go out into this brave new world, they will meet new people and perhaps even be confronted with people from entirely different cultures and backgrounds with very different ways of looking at our life. The message of today, the day of Pentecost, is that we can all get along if we learn to trust, if we learn to rely upon God's Spirit. It seems like the whole world is shifting, maybe even falling apart. We all hate to hear the, late, <clears throat> the latest atrocity committed by Russians against Ukrainians. Every turn, time you turn on the news, you just have to say a prayer. Whether it is for young Hispanic children in Uvalde, Texas, or African Americans gunned down in Buffalo as they went to the grocery store, or Ukrainian grandmas returning to bombed out houses and destroyed communities. Senseless acts of, of vicious violence by unprincipled tyrants have left many in our world numb with fear and anguish. 2,700 years ago, the prophet Isaiah spoke about how terrible world events were, how cruel and evil tyrants were. In Isaiah's day, Israel was destroyed, its people enslaved. Evil and brutality have been with us since the time of Cain and Abel. To suffering people, God said through the prophet Isaiah, Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and the last. Besides me, there is no other God. Do not fear or be afraid. There is no other rock. Let's be honest, God's advice seems almost ludicrous in the face of the trouble and chaos we read about every time we open the paper. God said, do not fear or be afraid, but any fool can see that the world can become a very frightening and scary place. Today is the day of Pentecost when God's spirit was poured out on all believers the time of the first Pentecost was no walk in the park. All of Israel was in turmoil. There had been many acts of political violence. Talk of revolution was in the streets. The government was arresting and torturing people every day. Those thought to be the enemies of the state had been crucified, many of them including even Jesus. It was a time of disharmony and division. People were asked to choose sides, to stand up and be counted on one side or the other. In those days, the issue was, were you for the Romans or for Israel? Neutrality was not viewed as an option. You had to pick your side. And into this chaotic mix blew the Holy Spirit. And this is what scripture records. 
When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came the sound like the rush of a violent wind. The wind filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared amongst them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. It was a United Nations event. People from every country were present. There should have been turmoil with people of so many different cultures and languages. It should have been confusing at best, if not violent. With all these diverse elements and all these diverse people gathered in one place. Scripture said, now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered. Because each one of them heard them speaking in the native language of each. The list of those present uh, seems strange to us. Uh, the, the names are not familiar. But it was a list of all the nations known at that time. Luke provides a laundry list of countries that includes the, these lands, as, at least as we know them today. Italy, Libya, Egypt, Turkey, Greece, Saudi Arabia, Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, Iran... In short, people who have been at war with each other forever. Amazed and astonished, they asked, how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language about God's deeds of power? Natural enemies were communicating. Everyone heard and understood. Harmony was breaking out in a world of conflict, and violence. Scripture says, all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered, and they said, they are filled with new wine. So what's the bottom line? Were they all drunk? Is it possible for sober people to get along with each other? Can enemies coexist peacefully? Well, we do need to put a little qualifier here. The passage began by saying there were devout Jews from all over the world. So although there were people from all, all different countries, they at least had shared values and shared connections through their Jewish faith. But then the Hatfields and the McCoys shared a common faith, a common language, a common heritage, even uh, uh, family in common. In fact, military historians say that some of the most violent, bloody wars are civil wars. Think of our own civil war, the English Civil War, or the French Revolution. On the day of Pentecost, all divisions disappeared, if only for a brief time. Mortal enemies gathered in one place, and each one was understood, and each one understood the other. 
God is the unifier, like the mother hen who gathers the brood under her wing. In Germany, a couple of years ago, uh, at an animal park, a tiger mother abandoned her, her cubs. The zookeeper brought the tiger cubs home to be raised by her dog. Her dog keeps a watchful eye on these little cubs. The cubs are always beside the dog, playing with her, snuggling up to her. The dream of Pentecost is that cats and dogs don't have to fight. They can all get together. God is the one who brings the lion and the lamb together. There is no more miscommunication, no more separation, but each one is understood clearly and understands others as well. In the presence of God's Spirit, all that divides us becomes trivial, and what unites us becomes paramount. And so we need not be afraid of the stranger or of new experiences or different cultures. Our world is full of change and turmoil, and it always has been. But we have courage because God is a solid rock, and we can depend on God's presence. God's Spirit is blowing across the land like a mighty wind, bringing new hope and new friends. We are sent out with gifts that enable us to communicate, to share, to grow in love. Thanks be to God who convinces us not to be afraid for we know that God's Spirit is with us. Thanks be to God who gives to us the victory and the life.